Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, well, the Sydney Roosters have announced Joseph. Hyundai Motor Company Australia have joined the club as a platinum partner and official automotive partner with the leading car manufacturer to feature on the famed tricolour jersey for the next three seasons. Now, the big question is, Brian, many, many people think it's great timing because they may be entering another premiership under coach Robinson, Robinson rather, uh, this year. People think it is their year to take out another, but the Roosters CEO is Joe Kelly, and he's joined us. G'day, Joe. Good afternoon, Joel. Fletch, how are you guys? Going good. Going good, Joe. Now, first of all, tell us about this Hyundai partnership. I'd imagine there'd be plenty of car, different car dealerships or coming companies throwing their... Uh, throwing their hard-earned at the Roosters. Why Why did the Hyundai, uh, how did that all come about? I think, as we mentioned this morning at the launch, you know, we, we both have very similar values. They're, they're innovative, they're progressive, and it's just a, a perfect fit for us. You know, you can sort of see where they're taking their business over the next five to ten years. They expect to, you know, certainly uh, in that electric space, um, really focused on, you know, going green and um, their, their actual strategy around that and their innovation is uh, is remarkable and yeah we, we feel like it's a really good really good fit for our organization you've been excellent for a while this the roosters no doubt about that joe but uh, you now have the completion of the nick politis center of excellence how's that all gone down yeah going down great um yeah we took actually the, the executive team um ted lee and his um colleagues through this morning and yeah we've only been open really officially a month since um, it was announced on the 24th of January this year, uh, we would be naming it the Nick Politis Centre of Excellence, but we're we're you know, just yeah really sort of proud of what we've actually achieved there, and the fact that yeah the biggest part of the history is that we haven't left the precinct in 115 years, so um, to now actually find ourselves a permanent home for at least the next 25 years uh, in Allianz Stadium is is a really achievement that we're really proud of. Joe, being a CEO, you have to front the board occasionally, and I know on the board there's a gentleman called Luke Rickardson. Seriously, what does he offer? Uh, being on the board of directors of such a powerful club. Does he say anything? Does he bring any, anything to the table? He's a really good golf partner, Fletch. Yeah, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, that's, a, that's about it. Well done. No, no, he's got that wealth of knowledge around insurance. All those sorts of things that are really important to us as an organisation in the 21st yeah. century. Yeah, um, That'd be a great conversation on the golf course, the Joe. Just talking about insurance. Yeah. Yeah, that, would, yeah. that wouldn't be great. No, obviously Rico is one of our greats, and um, he you know, he brings that sort of footy footy feel to the board. Um, a lot of you know, uh, exceptional businessmen on our board, um, and and Rico's yeah, certainly making his way in that respect as well. But but yeah, add that footy flavour. Uh, I think you'll hear from him tomorrow night at our season launch. Actually, um, now can we talk about the Dom Young? Hang on, did you get invited, Brian? No, no, <laughs> of course not. No, no, no invitation. No, no, no. I, don't. I would. We'll, we'll I would send, send something out to me, Joe. Um, Joseph, <laughs> yeah. the Dom Young saga. It's been. It's been. Res, res, uh, I suppose it's all over the media, but nothing has been official. My understanding is, it, uh, will there be an announcement about Dom forthcoming uh, weeks? I, I I won't go into that one. Um, I okay. think uh, there's plenty been said already publicly, but uh, 
I'll leave that one until an appropriate time. Okay. No, that's fine. What about when you do go chasing players? Um, how many people are involved, Joe? Are you involved in that? Like, does Robbo sit down with um, the board or does he sit down with you and say, right, we're going to target this fella? Does he get the opinions of of you guys? Oh, look, I think you mean Robbo's you know, sort of shown over a decade or so at the club that, you know, he's standing in the game and how astute he is. Um, you know, he, he, he knows what he's looking for in, in footballers. And I think, you know, it's important in a modern football club to, to leave you know, aspects to the business to those that are expert in, you know, in their chosen field. And, and Robbo is certainly um, the one that we look to for decision-making around, around football players. Now, Joe, I ask this of all CEOs, what's the thing that you, you look to immediately when you wake up every day and you're looking at some kind of metric to do with the club? What's the thing that occupies your mind the most in the morning? Um, yeah, good question. Uh, we've, we've just actually had a couple of days of you know, strategy um, the last earlier this week, Monday, Tuesday. And, and I think that for us, it's always about trying to evolve the business. It's always about looking at, you know, there's rapid changes in technology. Um, we heard from a keynote speaker yesterday around that. Uh, and, and I think, yeah, we're always looking at, okay, how, how do we improve ourselves? And I think that's probably the key thing. Like, it's waking up each day and, and striving for something better than the day before. And, yeah, I feel like we're, we're making a good fist of that. And um, we've seen the, the club just continue to progress. Um, yeah, at, at a really good pace over the last you know, four or five years. Round three, that's the one we're looking forward, Brian mm. Rabbit. Yeah. It's a Brian Fletcher Shield, actually. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, well, the Ron Coot Shield, actually, isn't it? Officially, Ron Coot yep. Shield. Uh, Rabbitohs round three, massive, massive game. Yep. It was just turmoil and so yep. much happening last time, Joe. How prepared are we for that? Yeah, it's, uh, we was actually out on the field this morning with the Hyundai guys just talking about that. Um, that yeah, they've got this to look forward to now as part of the partnership and um, you know, standing inside that new fantastic stadium we've got. Um, yeah, like it's it's yeah. Well, I think we're all we're all interested in seeing how it pans out. You know, we had those two games at the back end of the season against each other. Great rivalry. Uh, it's one that we all look forward to. I think the whole rugby league community looked forward to seeing these two teams battle it out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's theatre. Um, it was last year, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be no different this year. So looking forward to a capacity crowd more than anything. Joe, we had a, uh, a caller before talking about this Roosters password. That's the only way you can get tickets. So oh, yeah, yes. is it a How does that all work? Because he, he was desperate to try and get some tickets. Do you know much about this? You need yeah. the Roosters uh, a certain password? Yeah, they'd have their own individual passwords being sent out specifically for them that allows them to get onto the Ticketek site and purchase tickets as a member. And obviously members have the priority to purchase tickets, so that's what that would be. Right. Um, and if they've got an issue, um, please call the club. Mm. Who's the, I know the chairman's, the chairman's um, lounge there at uh, Allianz, before yeah. that was Sydney Football Stadium. Who's have the, you been invited? I have been. I've actually been there a couple of times. Uh, I had to sneak in, but uh, who's the most famous person that's gone in there? Because we see, Great question. We see like Hugh Jackman going to Manly. Um, who's the yeah. most famous celebrity that's gone into the chairman's lounge? That's a really good question. Um, I'm just trying to think even back over the last 12 months, 18 months, you know, we've had the likes of, David Warner's been in there. We had George Kembosis in there last year, yeah. holding up all his belts um, and spoke brilliantly. Um, 
I just yeah, I can't think back much beyond the last year or year or two, but it's obviously well frequented, you know, um, by you know sort of you know, esteemed and high profile people um, each and every game that we play. Big end of town, we like to call it. What about the big end of town in Chelsea? So yeah. you're working over there for Chelsea. What about their sort of stars? Do you see anyone famous? Any of the Spice Girls? <laughs> No, I didn't see the Spice Girls. Okay. Yeah, Brian Adams is a, oh. as a season ticket holder, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, look, at, you know, in my day when I was there, obviously Roman was the owner of the club and, you know, you'd, you'd see a lot of a lot of Russians hanging around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, a big end of town, big end of Europe. Did you have much to do with Roman and, and how did that all play out? How did you find him? No, sort of. Yeah, like Roman's English was fluent, but he never spoke it to you in person. Um, he always went through an interpreter. Um, wow. But yeah, I'd see him regularly. Uh, he was really invested in the club and you'd see him around the club all the time. He'd go to trial matches, um, not unlike what our chairman and our board members do here. Um, they're, they're very passionate about the club and he was no different there. He was a he was an owner for, was it, nearly 20 years. Um, so you'd, you'd see him, he'd, he'd, he'd acknowledge you. Uh, but he wouldn't necessarily say a lot to you. Why would he do that? Why? So if he, he could speak English, why would so he he would yeah, talk I don't know. Russian? I don't know, French. Strange thing. Was it just was nah. it was it just you, Joe? Yeah, I, I I I just don't know. I mean, yeah. it was actually interesting because for the first twelve months or so, the existing chairman at the time stayed in his position and happened to bump into him at Nice Airport one day and tell he told me this story uh, a few weeks later and said, yeah, he'd sold the club to. Abramovich, yeah, you know, it was Ken Bates, and Ken Bates then says to me a couple of weeks ago, he said I bumped into him at uh, Nice Airport, and lo and behold, um, he spoke to me in perfect, you know, fluent English, and yeah. I, I hadn't had a single conversation in the previous twelve months in English with him. I was always through an interpreter. Right. I don't know. I don't know. So that's part of the so part jo- of the mystery. Joe, what was your role there? You're the CFO of Chelsea. Yeah, I was head of finance. Head, head of, of finance. finance. So like we had. A bunch of businesses, so like you know, not just the footy club itself, but two hotels, a leisure club, world of sport. It's like a sort of sporting museum. Um, it was publicly listed at, at early in the early days. So um, actually, Sky was a reasonably big owner of um, Chelsea, along with Ken Bates, um, and yeah, and, and a, a big big merchandise program. Mm-hmm. Our merchandise would um, surpass any sort of sporting clubs in Australia's total turnover, just the merchandise wow. alone. So, the, the so pl- we, had, we had a financial controller for each area of those businesses, and I sort of was the uh, sort of the group group head of that finance. So, team. Joe, were you privy to the players' um, wages or salaries? Absolutely. Yeah, so absolutely. You used to, to press the final button. Okay. Do they get paid? On, on each front. Do they get paid monthly? Yeah, got paid monthly over there. Okay. Yeah. Now, the next question, you don't have to yep. name names. <laughs> What's the highest amount you've ever seen from a player getting their monthly check? Uh, I wouldn't go into that, Fletch, but, you know, and like now, this is quite common knowledge right now. And mm-hmm. when I left Chelsea, you know, they talk in weekly wages. Over there. Even though they get paid monthly, the whole game talks in weekly wages. When I left, uh, a weekly wage was a, uh, roughly for the top flight players, it's about a hundred thousand pounds a week. So oh, hundred thousand five to six million range. Oh, wow. Four to five to six million a year. They're now getting twenty five to thirty. Oh. And are the players? Um, how many are in a squad? So I'd imagine you know you've got your top fifteen, yeah. top twenty, but is there kids yeah. or is there a top thirty? 
Well, when we when I was there, we, we sort of had a team of around about 24. It wasn't a big squad, but it was a squad of superstars. But yeah, you, it, it still had depth. You know, with 24 really, really high quality players that you know you can call upon because you're playing Champions League, you're playing cup matches and things like that as well. But um, but yeah, you have a reserve grade. You don't hear much about reserve grades in no. the Premier League. That they they all have reserve grades. They have big, expensive academies that go from you know sort of I met a met one of the English players um, just over there in October. I went over for the World Cup, and I was down in London and went out to to, uh, stay, out to Chelsea's training ground, stayed at Stamford Bridge for four nights, and met one of the English internationals, um, sort of centre uh, midfielder, and he'd actually played his first game of football for Chelsea at the age of four. Four. Um, but they have te- they, yeah they have teams running through from sort of eight nine years of age. They have full teams running right through the. Uh, entire age groups to to say to nineteen or so. Spend a lot of money on you know developing their academies. So are there, are they, are there any soccer teams over there? Oh, maybe Chelsea are like profitable. Yeah. Uh, well, they've all got to be over like a three year cycle now. So they've got this thing called fair play, and uh, it wasn't there when I was at the club, but it's come in since then. It's a it's a year wafer requirement, and they've got to actually break even over a three-year cycle. So on a, every every three years, and it's a rolling cycle, over that three-year period, you've got to show a break-even. But, yeah, they, they don't include certain things like academy costs and depreciation and things like that. So clubs are probably still running at £100 million losses, but, you know, uh, effectively, oh. technically break-even for fair play rules. Now, we are chatting with Joe Kelly, the CEO of the Roosters. So, look, if my maths are right here, Joe, the... Managers or coaches, as we call them here, but Claudio Ranieri and Jose Mourinho, were they there when you were there? Yes, they were. They were the two. Yeah, only had two. So uh, Claudio Ranieri for the first two years and, and Jose for the, the next three. I did five there in total. So, yeah. Do you see any per, uh, personality similarities between Coach Robinson and, and the pair? Um. Oh, look, I think that, yeah, they're all extremely driven. You know, all these coaches that are at the top of the, the, top of the tree are extremely driven and, and have their own nuances to the way they do things and, um, and, and they're constant learners and, um, you know, and thirst for knowledge. And, yeah, like, I, I mean, certainly I, I, I look at Robbo as, you know, he's an you know, exceptional coach and, and, you know, and, and the way that he brings the entire organisation together is um, something that I probably didn't see in the UK because... They, they tend to really have a divide between, say, the footy side of the business and the administration side of the business. Um, like, say, as an example, Chelsea train at a place called Cobham, uh, about 25 miles out of London. Um, so there's no real connection between, say, the commercial administration side of the business and the footy, whereas we've got that real connection. And, um, and I think, yeah, Robert plays a, an extraordinary role in, in forming that culture that we've got at the Roosters. Hey, um, Joe, the uh, NRL, uh, NRL, the RLPA issue going on. Are you involved? Yeah. Are you involved at all with that, or are you sort of standing back a little bit? Yeah, no, sort of standing back, yeah. Fletch. Like we, yeah, like in, in that they're engaged, and and look, we we got weekly zooms. Um, sometimes they're just the clubs themselves, just the seventeen clubs uh, on a on a zoom, uh, getting updates. We have a working committee. That sort of represents us. Uh, a few clubs represent us, um, and you know, and, and, and at times we have both Andrew Abdo and Clint Newton on those zooms, giving their their positions 
um, sometimes, you know, one of them or, or, or other times both of them um, together on the same Zoom. So, um, yeah, we, we do, we're still doing most of those things sort of remotely at this stage. But, um, yeah, we're getting yeah, regular updates and, uh, and, and certainly you know, giving our position to our, our representatives on that working group about what we want to sort of see as outcomes. And, and I've worked with both parties as well independently too uh, to try and get a resolution as soon as possible. Well, Joe, we appreciate your time. Joe Kelly, the CEO of the Roosters, you've got the first assignment, which is the first that anyone's been able to do. Mm. You get the first crack at the Dolphins. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, can't wait for the season to start. Like I suppose we all can't. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm up to Brisbane you know, next week. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a big moment, big moment for them. And, and also we're playing for the Arthur Beetson Cup too. That's so, right, yeah. As uh, Artie had played for both teams, um, it's one that we'll play for each and every each and every game. So yeah, looking we're looking forward to it, and yeah, optimistic for the season ahead. Well done, nice work, Joe Pat. Kelly, CEO of the Roosters. Thanks for joining the run home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks, James. See you, Joe. You. There he is. Uh, you can see why they've handed him the reins there, Brian. Absolutely. I tell you what, he's he must be in the electric Hyundai. Couldn't hear. I know he's driving. Mm. Couldn't hear a motor. No. What's that one? What's the? Is that the Palisade? Is that a the, EV? Uh, the hybrid? Is it or the hybrid? No, the Tucson.